Hey guys, welcome to my podcast, 20 Something and Clueless. So on this podcast, you will be hearing all about the journeys of driven 20 something year olds and a few elders also. I believe that we can all feel a little clueless at any age. So this podcast isn't just for the 20 somethings, it's for everyone. And I'm here chatting, talking to people, hoping to inspire you and motivate you and make you laugh. I am a dancer, I am a singer, I am a budding life coach. I'm in training at the moment to become a certified life coach. I know, how exciting. I am also a YouTuber, influencer, content creator, and an entrepreneur. And I am here to help you. Thank you for tuning in today. You're investing in yourself and feeding that mind. So you should be proud of yourself. Well done for showing up. I hope you enjoy this episode. Make sure you stick around till the end. Enjoy. That's me. Once you like someone, you spent way too much time focusing on if they liked you instead of if I like them. Wow, like my body made that, like wow, matting. <laughs> I mean, I watch your YouTube. Your YouTube is amazing, by the way. I grew up in a city, I grew up in London. I just saw the finished product. I saw the happy cow on the burgers. I saw the happy chickens at the chicken shop. I did not know the process of how it actually ended up on my plate. Because you're consciously deciding to make a lifestyle change for the environment, for your health, there's only good of it, so do not beat yourself up. So today we have a very special guest. I've been watching this girl on YouTube for a hot second now. I have her recipe book. She's taught me a lot about vegan recipes and she actually helped me a lot with my journey to becoming a vegan. So to have her on my podcast, means the bloody world with over 500k subscribers on our youtube channel teaching us all the best vegan recipes and showing us how it is to be a vegan her channel is fabulous and you should check it out if you haven't already a beautiful woman who has also just had a lovely beautiful baby so she is a vegan mother She's worked with Wagamamas, Eat by Chloe. She shows us how to cook vegan curries, high-protein vegan meals, vegan Caribbean meals, and many more. We have a lot to talk about. So I am very excited to welcome the beautiful Rachel Emma. <laughs> Can I copy that and put that for the beginning of my YouTube videos, please? <laughs> absolutely yes you can take it girl how are you thank you oh look look you're all mummy like look at you who am i right who is she she has a baby on her arm that she's rocking and trying to gently put to sleep (laughs) rocking at the same time as podcasting talking look at you multitasking this is what mothers do this is how we live. Yeah. <laughs> women women are so great. Sorry. They, just they, oh, no, so no, put no. out there. Detour, women are amazing. <laughs> I guess you didn't know. <laughs> women are flipping amazing. Like the fact that you made prints. Oh, it's in crazy. Your body. Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. Isn't that crazy? It's so crazy because like when he was like a proper newborn, like and he'd open his mouth and you'd see like his what do you call it? Tonsils and stuff. I'm like, raw, like my body made that. Like, raw, matting. Like, just yeah, constantly. Like, like what? Raw, like, 
even like yeah. you look on the surface, you see the face, see the eyes, and you're like, yeah, I made that. But then you're like, whoa, but inside, I made that too. You made inside, <laughs> yeah. Like what? <laughs> Mind blown. You know what's a crazy fact as well? What? Your, you, when your mum was in her mum's tummy, yeah. you were there too. Because the eggs were in your mum and you was one of those eggs when she was in her mum's tummy. It's crazy. You're flipping joking Because the female organs, once they're made, all the eggs are there. Oh it's my crazy. God, of course. Yeah. Wow. You know what? Big up to the women. Yeah. Sorry, but big up to us. Big up Men, to you us. have your part. You have your part too, don't worry, but big up to the women. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you have your part, but today, you know what? We're celebrating the women, okay? <laughs> yes. But let's get started on the questions, my love, because I've got a lot to ask you, because, wow, I've been watching your YouTube for a hot second now, you know? Really? And now to, yeah, and now to have you on this is just an absolute dream, so thank you so much. Oh, well, the stars aligned. I had a birthday one day, and look who turned up at my house. You did. Weird. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Weird, right? <laughs> what year was that? Twenty nineteen. I, I think it was twenty nineteen. Yeah. It was gorgeous. It was a lovely birthday party. Um okay. Let's get started. Let's get started talking about vegan, veganism. When did you become a good old vegan? How did you start to research becoming a vegan? That's one question that I get a lot actually. People are like I want to start, I want to be a vegan, but I just don't know where to start. What would yeah. you tell those people? So I think I've been vegan like five years now, I think. Um, where to start? Go on my YouTube channel. <laughs> plug yeah, myself. Plug yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, plug it, girl. <laughs> but no, it was funny because when I first went vegan, uh, when I looked online for inspiration, because I first went vegan for ethical reasons, I just saw how meat and fish ended up on my plate and I was like, rah, like, I just did not know that. Like, I grew up in a city in London. <laughs> Hi, baby. And I did not know the finished product. Like, all I saw was the finished product. It was... <laughs> I grew up in a city, I grew up in London. I just saw the finished product. I saw the happy cow on the burgers. I saw the happy chickens at the chicken shop. I did not know the process of how it actually ended up on my plate. So when mm -hmm. I did, I just kind of was like, I just don't want to be a part of it. So I went vegan overnight. And when I looked online, I saw a couple like American YouTubers, a few Canadian, but being like a London girl, I just didn't see I didn't see that and didn't see the food I ate. I've got half my family's Caribbean, the others, the other side, my mum's mix of Welsh and African. So I always mm. just grew up with like Caribbean food and I grew up in London, which is like a hub, a cultural hub for cuisines. And I was like, I just want to eat all that tasty, flavorful, delicious food just in vegan ways. And at that time, five years ago, you did not see that online. So I went vegan. I shared all my recipes on YouTube. So, I think it makes it hard when people ask me like, how'd you do it? When I'm like, I kind of went overnight because that can be a really daunting idea to a lot of people. And I completely understand that. I just have a really impulsive personality. When I want right. to do something, I just do it. But I say to people, you can like go step by step and like, don't be hard on yourself about it because you're consciously deciding, <laughs> because you're consciously deciding to make a lifestyle change for the environment, for your health. There's only good of it. So do not beat yourself up if 
you are not that 100% perfect idea of a vegan human when you first go like please do not get caught up on that take your time and whatever fits into your lifestyle a lot Mm -hmm. of veganism is privilege as well and I talk about this I've done so many events where I have to speak about veganism and sometimes I get rattled because there's this idea that everyone can just go vegan overnight and it's that easy when really it's all about accessibility and governments and where you live and what you can do for your family and what you can provide for everyone has a completely different upbringing circumstance life privilege that is not always that simple so to beat someone up about that or to be negative to someone's life that way it really annoys me that's why I always try and approach it in more of a like I hope you fall in love with the food. I hope you learn about new fruits, new vegetables that you can cook with that are gonna nurture your body, that you're gonna enjoy, that you're gonna find. And take it that way. So yeah, that was quite a long rant, but essentially just don't beat yourself up about it. Take it step by step. You're doing something amazing. Enjoy it. I love that. Thank you for that. Yeah. And also I it's it's very true. Like it can be a privileged thing as well. I never thought of it like that. Like people, some people, it's just not even an option. It isn't. And it's like, you think about someone who's providing for their family. Maybe they don't have much. Maybe they're just trying to keep their gas and electricity on. And they know how to cook for their family. And their way that they were taught and the way that they grew up was they knew that they needed a meat as a protein. Now they need to relearn how to provide for their family alongside a long list of things that they also need to do for their family. So why are you going to judge and make someone feel guilty for doing something that that's all that they know and all they can do at that moment but they're trying to learn and do better so that's something to be to be like what's the word appreciative of don't come down on people for that yeah let's talk about the benefits let's talk about the benefits of being a vegan i get that a lot as well um obviously you went through a pregnancy with the vegan diet were you eating a lot that's one question i want to know were you just constantly like filling the gob no that is such a misconception honestly I really Really? wasn't like so the beginning of my pregnancy I hated food with all my heart like I hated like everything I once loved like garlic hated it if you snuck garlic into my food I'd be vexed even onions I began to detest it sucked chickpeas hated them like just everything (laughs) chickpeas I hated so much food and it was so sad because I love food and all of a sudden all the food that I really love I couldn't eat and I was just throwing up and then I was ill and blah 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 but then about halfway in I started to love food again and really it was the summer and it was lockdown and my friend like two two different friends of mine had like delivery services for fruits and tropical fruits so i was just eating coconut i was drinking coconut um water straight out of coconuts oh it was blooming delicious i had all the tropical passion fruit um rambutan just everything i love like i was like a fruit crazy lady like that was my my fix cake and fruit I love that. Isn't that great? So random. Cake and fruit. Cake and fruit. And that was my like, but other than that, like it, but you're actually supposed to eat like an extra 300 calories, which is like a bagel. So yeah, that's like not a lot. It was really not a lot. 
And if you're in, if you're just eating intuitively, you realize. Well, I realized I wasn't even that hungry for more food. Like I really wasn't. Wow, wow, that's really interesting. Because I just had like a thought of me being pregnant and just absolutely eating everything in sight. But that's nice to hear that. I think if you have like a a relatively well balanced diet, like relatively like your everyday, like you still have a vegan burger here and there, you still have your vegan pizza, whatever. Yeah. But you just don't really have that big craving for like double the amount. I just think that was a big misconception. But hey, if you want to eat a whole cake, eat a whole cake. You know, I'm never going to be against that. (laughs) Yeah. If you're feeling that cake, you finish that cake, you know. (laughs) Get it, girl. Did you did you still find the love to cook whilst you were pregnant? Like, were you still like filming for your YouTube channel? It was really hard. And I I feel so guilty because I mean, I watch your YouTube. Your YouTube is amazing, by the way. Just have to shout you you out. Go subscribe if you haven't subscribed. Um, (laughs) Thanks, girl. I I found it really hard because first thing, it was like lockdown, supermarkets empty. For some reason, everyone went vegan because there was no chickpeas in the aisles anymore. And I was like, all you non-vegans stealing all my chickpeas, yeah? Because yeah, I can't yeah. get my lentils. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell am I yeah. meant to eat? Now you've yeah. all got the chickpeas. Literally, I literally was so like upset about it. Um, so first it was like, I can't get food, right? To make my YouTube videos. I can't find blooming food. And everyone is a little less motivated or a bit confused about what to make. And it was like, all the recipes... I'd want to make, I can't just freely go to a supermarket, get what I need to get, come home, prepare a recipe and share it on YouTube. Because one, getting out of the house was just a long thing, like with everything. People didn't really even want to go outside. So, and then I just kind of wasn't really making the content. And then I felt guilty because as you know, on YouTube, when I first went on YouTube, I was so strict. I have a video every Sunday and I couldn't miss that. And I did that for like over a year, just every, like I was burning out, but every Sunday I had a video and it, it, it was working. It was like slow progress. Like you was building the success by being consistent. So in my head, Mm -hmm. if I stop being consistent, then I don't deserve my YouTube. That's like what I had in my head. And it was just like crazy. Right. So then when I'm pregnant now and I'm in lockdown and it came to making recipes, it was just, I stopped and it was this really weird like and I I haven't come back back yet and that makes me quite sad but I'm coming back I know you will be coming back (laughs) I literally went onto your onto your YouTube the other day because I need a I need a Rachel Ammer fix (laughs) oh my gosh like there's not a new video yeah but guess but guess what there's so many other videos that I could have watched so it's fine because you've got so much content on there yeah it's I'm really looking for I've been I've been working so much um these last couple months and I'm really like I miss being on YouTube and like my YouTube family and making recipes and sharing recipes and all that stuff yeah. so I'm I'm really excited for the to get back comeback season I can't wait for that girl when you drop that video <laughs> I'll be there I'll be yeah. there sorry can we just talk about your wagon mama's um collaboration <laughs> No, when I saw that, I was gassed for you. Oh, I said, Wagamomas. Wagamomas. We love Wagamomas. We do. And you know what I really loved about that personally was being uh-huh. able to bring my friends along 
to work with That's... a brand and get some money yeah. and like just do something that was kind of wholesome in my own right because it was like testing food with my two mates and doing it with a brand Sick. like cute like yeah. who wouldn't want to do that do yeah. you know what I mean yeah um I sorry just talking about your YouTube channel now um <laughs> I really enjoyed you guys in a car going to like Greg's all the fast food <laughs> vegan I remember watching it I was watching it with my ex shout out to my ex um <laughs> <laughs> We were watching it together and I just love that video. It was so oh, funny. thank you. And the other day I watched, I actually made it the other day, the chickpea, the ve- the vegan mayo um, grilled sandwich. Like the tuna. Yes. Did you yes, yes, tuna? yes. Did you like it? Babe, unreal. Unreal, unreal. right? It just hits the spot. Yeah. I'm obsessed with it now. Like I can't yes. stop eating it. Don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> Love it so much. Honestly, yes. We're ready for that comeback, but don't be hard on yourself. It's so Thank easy you. to be hard on yourself, though. Do you know what I mean? Like, when you've got that YouTube family, it's like, oh, I want to get back. But, babe, you're a mom. I am. I'm somebody's mum. You are somebody's mom. Like, little prince is depending on you. Look at him looking at you. Yeah. Oh. He's slowly gonna fall to sleep now i think beautiful beautiful singing my lullaby um can you with your sweet sounds (laughs) (laughs) yeah not not today not today i'm shy um so yeah can we talk about you multitasking like obviously you're big on youtube you're doing your thing and you're a mom like can you just talk to us about how you make that happen yeah it's hard yeah (laughs) it's hard I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie I'm not gonna lie to the streets it's hard like my (laughs) mum has been a godsend wow that woman I think what is like what is become more aware is um postnatal depression and things and when I when he when he joined the joined the world came out the vagina Mm -hmm. sorry am I allowed to say that word on it should be hello it's a part of the body yeah hello that's what happens (laughs) he came out here actually (laughs) Because I had a home birth. Um, my mum would literally, just for me to eat dinner, one, she'd make me dinner, thank God. And then she would make me food, put it on the table, and then she'd have to walk him up and down the stairs because he would otherwise he'd be fussing and I wouldn't have a minute to eat. And it was just like a... I, I was so sleep deprived, like deeply. Like I was not getting some baby sleep okay. He's just not a baby that would sleep. So I was getting like maybe four hours a night, but like broken up, like an hour here, then an hour there. And after a couple of weeks, like I, I remember my dad came over and was like, rah, like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> She's like, you're tired. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I really am. <laughs> oh, bless and you just you. don't like, it, it's so consuming. And my mum just like, she made sure I had a meal at to eat because you have to eat more because I was breastfeeding. And it just takes, right. it zaps all your nutrients, all your calories, zaps it out of you. You have baby brain. I still kind of have it because I'm not sleeping perfectly, but it's very consuming. And I understood your hormones are completely refinding their normal after completely flipping to produce a baby, to produce these organs. And then they flip to release the baby. And then they have to find their way back to before pregnancy. And that takes a while. So while you can be okay, 
things can make you not okay with that deep sleep deprivation it can be very easy for a woman to just slip and my mum was like she was just like superwoman like my daughter is gonna be okay and she just makes sure that whatever was interfering in my day-to-day anyone that was bringing negativity making me feel worse she was just this whole big like no that's not happening here and she just like in my head if she wasn't there I I probably could have fallen and it's very easy and I, I've now seen how easy it is so I'm very grateful to my mom. Shout out to my mom. <laughs> Shout out to mommy. We love you. We love, we love mommy. And now yeah. it's just like multitasking. Like now the baby's on my podcast and was on the other podcast I did and all my Zoom meetings. There's a baby in my arms. Wow. I've gone to shoots um, this year and I brought him. And then it, I think having the baby also makes other people go, oh, there's a baby on the shoot, especially after the year we've had. So yeah, he luckily what I do with work is well it wasn't so much working from home till this new world we live in but yeah I I can he's with me and because he's breastfeeding like I can bring him around with me he's like when he's with his mum, he's happy as well so it's like it's hard but I love Mm -hmm. motherhood so much Mm -hmm. I say to my friends it's like I feel like I didn't grow up around a lot of babies and a lot of kids and I was always a bit like if someone gave me a newborn baby I didn't want to hold it because I was so bad scared I was gonna break it (laughs) every day I'm like I just know one of my purposes in life was to like nurture little souls because it just feels so I feel like from watching from watching on YouTube like I feel like kind of know you obviously I just feel like it's the same for you like there's just something like so beautiful that I love about making sure he gets the best of everything and he gets to be himself all of him all emotions like making him laugh i had a really contagious giggle as a baby as a kid and i was Mm -hmm. like i need my my kid to do that too oh my god making him cackle is the highlight of my day (laughs) stop i just got goosebumps like that's so pure so it's a multitask Mm -hmm. and it's hard but it's it's worth it for me it's the best thing i love it so much that's beautiful honestly when i was when i was talking to my mom because my mom was the first guest on the podcast and she i asked her about motherhood and everything and she was just oh i listened to that oh did you oh yeah (laughs) thanks girl Yeah, she was also like, she was just also like, motherhood is just so beautiful. Like, it's the best thing. It really is. Makes me emotional. Emotional. I I don't think, like, it's for everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, Some people don't really, aren't really interested, and that's perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of anxieties people can have about motherhood and stuff, and I've just felt, like, oddly confident in being a mum. And I think that is Love really that. down to me ha- being lucky to have such a superhero of a mum myself. And my mum is my best friend, basically. So oh. I think it's like you have that. I watched her with my newborn baby and I was unconsciously learning so much in how to like play and interact and learn and encourage and make him smile. And it's like, that confident mum that I had and that really strong relationship I have with her 
is definitely why I feel so confident about just being a mum myself. It's like a, a full circle. Yeah, that is so, so lovely. That is so beautiful. And can we just talk about your home birth? Because <laughs> the pictures, when you dropped that on the gram, I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I need to know all about that. Obviously, I wasn't at that stage where I just could slide into your DMs and be like, tell me everything. So now you can tell me everything. <laughs> it's crazy, you know. And I think what I've learned more and more, the disproportionate rates of black and brown women dying during childbirth is just mm. so horrible. And I remember, Horrendous. so my mum had me in this house that I'm in right now. So when I was pregnant, and people be like, oh, like, what are you going to do for the birth? I always just said, oh, home birth. I didn't really know what it was about, but in my head, I'm having a home birth. And I had to fight for that. Um, because of lockdowns, It they my hospital just weren't doing them. And I remember I'd always be like, I want a home birth. Like, mm-hmm. I want a home birth. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. of lockdown as well, I couldn't go to all those antenatal classes where you learn about being pregnant, you learn about childbirth, you know all those kind of activities were cancelled. So I don't really know much about, you know, labor and, you know, all that stuff. But I knew I wanted to do it. I knew it was scary and I knew I wanted to do it at home. And I knew that the only person that I wholeheartedly trust is my mum. And if I had her in the hospital, she wouldn't have been able to be there. And for me, I'm like, that makes zero sense to me. It literally just, I'm gonna go through that. And because I knew I was gonna do it without any, painkillers or without the epidural I was like my mum's needs to be there (laughs) wow so I fought for it and I fought for it and I got it and so let me try and paint a quick scene for you guys yes I was gonna share it on YouTube and then I didn't um because I have the footage it's crazy oh do you yeah whenever you didn't share it because I just kept going back and forth about it Um, okay yeah that's thing with YouTube. I'm I I do keep my personal life personal. Um, oh yeah, I love that about you though. I really love that. Really, I love oh, that. Uh, yeah, I love that you haven't shared his name. I love that you don't put the pictures on the gram. It really makes me think like you know what? Yeah, she's got her shit together. Oh wow! Thank and you. because you're so like out there on YouTube, you could have totally done that. You could have totally put your home birth on there. Could have got had his views. face all over your Instagram. <laughs> yeah, got the views exactly. Got all the cute messages. Like, oh my god, he's so cute. But I like that you don't have to do that, and you know that you don't have to do that. Thank you. It was important to me. But yes, the childbirth. So you get like these Braxton Hicks, which are like labor pains, but you're not in labor yet, right? So I had them all night, all night. Like I didn't sleep a wink, didn't sleep a wink. And then the morning came and I messaged my mom. I put this on my Instagram the other day. I messaged my mom at like 8 a.m. and said, I think today might be the day because I'd had pains all night. And she messaged me saying, I dreamt you gave birth last night. I was like, wilding. So I was like, I'm starving. Like I, I I, was like fueled, like I was suddenly like insanely starving. And I was uh. like, mum, I need food. So she drove to Sainsbury's, bought some vegan sausages, some baked beans, made me a big fr- like vegan fry up because mum is big oh, G wow. out here. 
Feel me. She's a G. Real G. Real G out here. So Serious. essentially when I look at that, I'm like, my body was telling me, yo, you need to get some energy in because we're about to do a madders. <laughs> so I had my oh big my breakfast gosh. and then my Braxton Hicks stopped. And I was like, sorry, <laughs> what's happening? Um, I was getting ready for something to happen. And I was yeah. still a few days before my due date, but in my head, I always said he's coming before the due date. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so anyway, the day goes on and I'm just chilling at home and I haven't slept still. And then I was like, I'm just gonna go for a walk because I hear walking helps move things along. So I go around walking where I live, walking around Mm -hmm. the park. Nothing really happens. Come back home, have my dinner. I'm I'm lying in bed. Then 11 o'clock at night, boom, we're active. They're they're coming in strong. And I'm like, whoa. So they're getting painful, they're getting painful. It's like 1 a.m. I call the midwives. I'm like, yo, I need help. <laughs> Come over. <laughs> and the audacity, the woman goes, you don't sound like you're in enough pain. Oh. So call me back in an hour. And I was like, sorry? Oh. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. So. No. I'm there and I'm talking to my mum. I'm like, mum, I'm, I'm in pain. Like, I'm in pain. Like, my contractions, they're like four, three minutes apart. I'm in pain. And then I waited an hour. Because I was like, well, either way, the baby's going to come when the baby's going to come, whether you're here or not. So then I call them an hour later and I'm like, she kind of said the same thing. And I'm like, no, 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 you need to. And I I gave the phone to my mum. I was like, mum, you need to tell them. You need to tell them. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So then they came and it was like 3 a.m. And they were like, cool, boom, you're four centimetres dilated, which means you're in active labour. And I'm like told you man told you i wasn't faking this <laughs> oh, how can but, you say that you don't sound like you're in pain okay cool and that is why we have problems and that is why i opted for a home birth because yeah yeah anyway so they came and then it was just a very slow they were like you should dilate so your goal is to get to like 10 or 12 something like that i'm sorry any birth experts and they're like, yeah. every hour you should do an extra centimetre. And it just, it took a while. Like my body was in, I was having all my contractions. It was painful, but it was just slow moving. Um, so I didn't have any, I had the gas in air, which is like a little high. Mm-hmm. It broke. Right. So <laughs> um, that was hard. So I was just at home and it broke. And I was like, oh, cool, we're just going to ride it gosh. out. Then my mum was like, you know what, Rachel, I'm going to get, I think like six, seven hours went and it was just going on and on. And my mum was like, I was just tired because I hadn't slept the night before. My mum was like, let's get you in the shower because it's pain relief. Jesus, it is serious pain relief. I couldn't believe it. I got in the shower. I'm like bare, just naked. And my mum's holding me up and I'm like, I feel a million times better. So anyone who's gonna have a baby and you need some like natural pain relief, get in the blooming shower. It feels amazing. That's so interesting. So wow. interesting. And then, um, but it did slow down my contractions a bit because it I relaxed. So anyway, yeah. came back. Um, a couple of hours still going by. I start losing my mind, and then they're like, "We're gonna break your waters just to <laughs> speed things up." And I was just like, "Okay." Uh, they broke my waters very weird feeling someone going up there and breaking your waters when you have no pain medicine or anything it's a very oh weird feeling oh my gosh <laughs> and then <laughs> they broke my waters and then I'm still the contractions were like back to back like there was no breathing space for a couple hours it was just back to back 
I started losing my mind. It's like 12 o'clock in the afternoon now. My windows are open. I've got my like Neo Soul playing. I've got my lavender essential oils <laughs> in the room. Like I can hear Jill Scott, bit Angie Stone, you know, really feeling yeah. that vibes. You know. But I was losing, like, I got to a point where I would think I was having a panic attack because I'd thrown up a few times. I'd had the sweats. And I, I, I was losing it. And I was like, mum, I, I don't, I remember just being like, mum, I don't know if I can do this anymore. Like, I'm so tired. Like, I hadn't slept the night before. I was up all night and I was like crying. I was like, mum, I don't know if I can do this anymore. And she was like, Rachel, you've got this. And I was like panicking. Like I was starting to scream. And mm-hmm. like, I, I was just having a panic. I said, okay, my mum just grabbed me. She's mm-hmm. like, Rachel, you've got this. Your body knows what it's doing. I promise mm-hmm. you, you will find the energy. And I was like, I don't know, because I was so tired. And in the videos, Aww. you have like the midwives looking at me going, she's so tired. And I was so tired. Aww. And mum just literally held me. She was like, you can, you're just gonna have to fight through it. And I did, and it was, it felt never ending. And then finally we got to a point where it was like, I can see his head. And I was like, what? And like, it's time to push. Oh my gosh. And then it was like, oh my God, how do you push? Like I, there was no antenatal classes. I didn't really do the research. I was kind of just like, the body will do what it's doing. And I was like, oh my God, how do I push? And I was like, okay, you want him to come out? I used to have like really bad constipation, IBS. So I was like, just think like that, Rach. Just think, get out. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Crazy because as, I pushed and it, it was quite quick. It was like, I think 10 minutes of pushing and it came out and then oh. suddenly you have a baby. And wow. it's like, it's just, you're like, you're not, I'm not in, like I watched it back and I'm so glad it was filmed because I would have forgotten yeah. so much because- Yeah, I bet. You're like, I look at myself and I'm like, Rachel, you're not here. Like you're on another planet. Like you're fully, and I'm so quiet. Like you wouldn't even know I was in pain. Like I was watching me and my eyes are closed and I'm just like filming whether you want to share it or not, but filming that experience, you have such a different, mem- like I'm so grateful I can look back and what, I literally have a video of him coming out and then putting him in my arms. Like it's the wom- wom- the woman's body, like what? Are what? you crazy? Like, no, that's just, that's that makes me emotional you really like you really painted that picture for me did i I see it thanks for listening to my birth story (laughs) (laughs) there we go guys there's a little birth story for you (laughs) if you fancied a birth story no honestly i really enjoyed listening to that thank you um the body wants you to produce another one i know it was painful but i can't remember the pain so yeah exactly exactly so it's like you'll do it again that's why people have loads of babies because they forget about the pain they want to do it again exactly yeah (laughs) and it's all worth it when you see that little beautiful face in your arms yeah yeah okay well we've we've got the birth got the birth out the way let's have a talk about your youtube channel again honestly obsessed with it so um so do you edit all your youtube youtube videos yeah when did you start when did you start the process of the youtubing i don't know how old my youtube is now but i i hate looking at my first videos do you yeah because they're I, like to be honest i i hate looking back as well yeah but that that's how you got to where you are it's how you, you know got I mean? there i'm proud of them and i say to people yeah. when they start youtube you just have to start and you will yeah. get better you will yeah like for the sure. audio quality in the first ones like there's so many different like 
things that I'm like, oh, trash, trash. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I look back, I'm like, oh, I'm going to get rid of it because it makes me flipping cringe. But you, you can't. There. Yeah, you got to keep it there. It's yeah. worth keeping it there. But yeah, there's so much cringe, but it's so worth it. I edit them myself. I remember when I first started, like a two years into my YouTube, maybe a year and a half, mm-hmm when I was, I had my first book coming out and I do interviews and people are like, oh, like who get who edits your stuff or who? And I'll be like, no, like I just do it myself. Like I set up a tripod and I just film recipes in my kitchen at home. Like I YouTubed well how to do it. I got some lights off Amazon at the time. Like mm-hmm. you just make do and you just create what you can create. And that's the thing that I love about YouTube. Like you can be as creative as you'll let yourself be. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I love that, like, your videos, they just look so, like, professional. Like, it looks like someone is actually filming you in the kitchen whilst you're, like, cooking. But that's all you. Like, you you do that. Yeah. mad. In lockdown. Yeah. In lockdown, I got my mum and my friend to film some of the stuff to help me. Um, Yeah. But other than that, yeah. Wow. Wow, this it's amazing. It's amazing. And everything just looks so clean and pristine and your kitchen looks cute. It's really like aesthetically pleasing. Really, really nice to the eye. And it's nice to hear it's nice to hear that you edit it yourself as well because like because you're a big YouTuber. Like, no, usually... no, calm down. I'm just no, a no, YouTuber. No, 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 babe. Like <laughs> I, honestly, you've got a lot of people watching you, girl. Like a lot of people looking up to you, watching your vids. Like I would say. Like, okay, you've got editors, you've got a team. No. Can you do that yourself? No. No, I don't. I'm planning on when I come back to have someone film me so that I can up my productivity now that there's a baby, but... Of course. And editing, as you know, editing... Oh. oh it all takes so long. It ta- You have no idea until you start doing it just how long you spent doing one video. Like, to some people, uploading one video a week might sound like, oh, that's not that much. But when, at the time when I was working and doing a hundred mm-hmm. other stuff. And then fi- as you are now, then finding yes. the time to film, create, edit, upload, thumbnails, like just everything. It's mad. It takes time. It takes yeah, a lot literally. of time. And when I even think about posting two videos a week, I think, no. Oh. Like, <laughs> no. Like, no. <laughs> like, what? Like, there's a few people that have been like, girl, like, please upload two two times a week. I'm like, I actually don't, I, I don't know where I could fit that in because I'm only just getting that Sunday video ready for you guys. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, don't commit to that. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> with the YouTubes and stuff, like like part of like what I, what you choose to share and what you choose not to share, like I feel like you make a decision and you stick by that. Like mm-hmm. if you're going to upload every Sunday, that's your, that's your thing and it will work. Yeah. You do that every mm-hmm. Sunday if you it, it, like like I, I choose not to share his life that's my decision I'm not good it's like yeah. whatever you put out is what people expect of you so mm. whatever you're gonna share just know that like if I started sharing him and then stopped people are gonna be like hold on I came to see and, and people would expect that so I'm just not gonna do it yes. so that's not the expectation and people value and respect that the same way if I start uploading twice a week I couldn't then go back to what people would be like hey where's the second do you know what I mean like so yeah yeah I feel like it's better to be consistent in what you choose to give people and be mindful that whatever you give is what people are going to expect from you yes 
yes amen to that i like that that. do you think you will ever share prince if he got to an age where he wanted me to i'd consider it nice i like that i love that yeah um okay so at the end of every podcast i ask my guests this question because i love music I love music and I want to hear what everyone else is listening to. So what is on repeat at the moment for you? What's on your playlist? What are the songs? What are the albums that you're listening to? Share. Share. No, I'm going on my Spotify, right? (laughs) So you know what's so sad? Go on. (laughs) My Spotify, yeah. (laughs) You know it does that end of year summary? Yeah. I'm so sad that now it's just going to be baby music and baby white noise. Oh my gosh, yeah, it really is. It really is your year summary. It is, summary. and it's going to be such a sad moment. Yeah, yeah, such a sad moment. Okay, so I the new Gets album um, is amazing Ooh. for all my UK music lovers. Nice, right? Yeah. That's one that you need to you need to get that one in the bank. What was the actual question? Am I giving you a song? Or you give me a song. You give me an album. What's what's on repeat? Anything. So what's on repeat is Little Bo Peep by Getz with Dave and Retro V2 mm, and Hamza. Nice. Okay, I need to check that out. Also, Cherries by Hope Tyler and Anime. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And should I give you one more? Yeah. I'll just go listen to Jules. Like, he's like ultimate summer... Vibes, mm. Afro beats. Yes. Go listen to some jewels. And now that, and that is now my... the weather's picking up, you want some jewels. The weather's picking up. You do need some jewels in your life. Yes. I think I just gave you UK. Oh no, Hope Tyler's not UK. Yeah. You love, <laughs> you love the UK artists. Do you like? Do you like listening we to do. UK artists? I do. I I support the home ground. Home ground. Home grown. Mm-hmm. Home grown. Yeah. As well um, as America, yeah. like obviously. Yeah, of course. I just I do love a British artist though. I do, I do. But I also love, I think they're quite similar. Like, I really, really love what comes out of Chicago in America. Oh, yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, you know who I really love at the moment? Um, Lucky Day's new album. Oh my God, he's fire. Oh my God. The one with Tiana Major 9. Oh, amazing. And the one with Mahalia as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Big up Mahalia. Yeah. Yes, yes, amazing, beautiful. So we've actually come to the last question of the podcast, my love. I just want to say thank you so much for being on the show. You have been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you for inviting me. No worries, girl. Um, As you're in your 20s, uh, um, I just want to ask one thing you would have said to yourself entering your 20s. So as a 19-year-old Rachel Amler, what would you have said? Oh my God, it's so crazy, right? Because I'm so reflective, probably because I've had therapy for a few years. But Mm -hmm. I just feel like I've really only, at the end of my 20s, deeped my source. And it's frustrating. I look back at my relationships with males and I'm like, you spent way too much time focusing on... Once you like someone, you spent way too much time focusing on if they liked you. Wow. Instead of if I like them. Wow. And now I'm like almost angry, but I understand that 
at myself for that. So I'm like, I just kind of be like, sis, do you like that person? Do you like that person's morals? What that person stands for? How that person treats people? Actually look at how they act and tell me, do you like them? Because at the minute you're too fixated on how they feel about you. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> you know what? Everyone needs to hear that. Everyone needs to hear a bit of that because I, I was a culprit for that as well. I was so obsessed with, do they like me? Do they yeah. like me? But girl, you need to ask yourself, do you like them? That is so true. So true. Thank you for that. And I feel like you can be super like, like if you asked t- like a younger 20s Rachel, if she did that, she'd be like, no, I don't do that. But I can look at myself in hindsight and be like, Sis, Sis, you was doing that. <laughs> you was doing that. You weren't aware. You weren't aware, girl. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's so true. Wow. Yeah, I really like that. That's that's yeah. I hope um whoever needs to hear it hears it. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but thank you, my love. Thank, thank you so you. much. And make sure everyone who is listening to this go check out Rachel's YouTube channel, her Instagram. Her content is amazing and I love it. She's a great, she's a great gal. Thank you. No worries, girl. Thank you so much. Mwah. Thank you so much for listening to 20 Something and Clueless. I am glad you're here listening, feeding that brain, having fun with us. So thank you. I appreciate you. And if you are kind enough, if you could please leave a review, that means the world. It really helps my podcast grow. And send it to a friend or share it on your Instagram story because that way 20 Something and Clueless can grow and it can get to more people, which is the goal. And also 20 Something and Clueless has its own Instagram. If you could go follow it, it's at 20 and Clueless Podcast on Instagram. And follow me, underscore savannah darnell that would be great also thank you again for listening and tune in next week for another episode love you guys